Gold Star Media. Hey there, Bat fans. Welcome to Greetings from Gotham. I'm Bill. And Brandon. And, uh, dude, you do not have to speak directly into the microphone. Oh, just, It'll pick you up. It's first time using it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's our second episode. First off, I want to shout out to everyone who has uh, downloaded and listened within the last, oh, I'd say 48 hours. Oh, yeah. Big <laughs> yeah. thanks. Big thanks. So thanks for that. Getting them numbers up. Hell yeah. Um, but uh, thanks to everyone who has subscribed through Instagram so far. And uh, we don't have a Facebook. Still pondering over that. Maybe we got a few more listeners. But, uh, that, you know, that is what it is. Uh, turn this fucking heat down. It's going to get hot real quick. Um, but hope you enjoyed the first episode. Uh, did get a comment that said it was boring. Now, listen listen here. First of all, first of it's all. It's a little out of hand, I the, mean. <laughs> the, the podcast is free. Fucking listen or don't. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really all it is. You don't have to pay anything. Second of all, yeah, it could be cons- construed as boring because of, this is a very niche subject we're talking about. Batman comic book. So, it, you know, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, if it's not for you, it, it's going to be boring. Exactly. <laughs> so if it's not, if you don't like it, turn it off. <laughs> I mean, that's that's exactly <laughs> what we're talking about. You know, listen or don't. The show is free. <laughs> okay. So, let's start off with a little news, yeah? All right. So, uh... Take the past couple weeks and look for Batman-related news. I only found a few things because all is all has been quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, they're trying to keep that on the DL. Um, however, first and foremost, uh, the DC animated universe, which is glorious, yeah, is uh, they announced a Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, which I'm all for. Mm-hmm. I, oh yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I was on the fence about it for a minute, but now, now I'm all set because. Yeah. Uh, Troy Baker, which we were gonna we were gonna visit this guy on the last podcast, and we didn't get a chance on the last show. We didn't, we didn't get a chance to. So Troy Baker is a is a, is a uh, I don't know if he's done anything on screen. I have to look that up. But he's a voice actor. He's a he's a voice artist, and uh, he has voiced the Joker before in a video game, and he has voiced Batman in a Lego Batman video games before. Uh, but in this movie, they have him voicing both the Batman and Joker with Tara Strong as Harley Quinn. And, uh, you know, I, I can't find anything wrong with that. Buzz yeah, Batman, I mean, that's cool. Robin, um, Joker, Harley Quinn, the Turtles, Splinter. That, you know what? I want to see Batman punch the Shredder in the fucking face. Oh, yeah. It's everything you uh, can hope for. Punches, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Shredder's a scumbag. So I mean, like, <laughs> he had it coming. Like, like let's you know be real. Him. Like he's wronged you. Yeah, he's a fucking scumbag. Yeah, <laughs> a motherfucker owes me fifty bucks. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You still owe me five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me a bad batch of coke. I don't like him no more. <laughs> he cut that shit with baby powder. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a road we don't want to go down. Uh, secondly, so the Batman casting news for the Batman coming up in the 2019. Oh, there more right. more of this. Well, no, no, no. Well, okay. So, so anybody who is well versed or is anybody who's been around for the last 34 years knows who Joey, Joey Lawrence is, except for <laughs> the guy to my right. Yeah, that <laughs> uh, is. Yeah, is what it is. But uh, so Joey Lawrence was on Blossom when he was younger. His brother, he has two brothers that are actors as well. Um, and so Joey Lawrence started a petition online for, to get himself to play Batman. Not only am I not a fan of this, but if it actually did happen, I, I'm, I'm almost sure I would boycott it. Like for sure. Like, yeah, I mean, when you have to petition for yourself to be in it, it's like you're, you you know what I mean? Like you're, you're really trying, like you're reaching for that role. Like you want it more than 
anyone apparently wants to really give it to you, exactly. I guess. <laughs> like, I mean, I would go for it if I needed my Bruce Wayne slash Batman spray tan to shit. <laughs> and uh, holding on to his teen idol status from the early 90s. However, I'm not. So I don't need that. Oh my god, we gotta find the Joker. Whoa! That was his catchphrase back in the... Whoa! No, no fuck yourself, Joey Lawrence. Uh, no. <laughs> Hard no. We're not having that. 17 tons of no. no. Um, next, who... I don't think uh, they've thrown their name in, but he, I, I, there were reports that he was being considered as Army Hammer, who play, he played the Lone Ranger... Uh, he played the Winklevoss twins in the Social Network. You ever see the Social Network? No. It's, it's the story of Facebook. The Facebook. Movie. Oh fuck, oh, that yeah. movie's that movie's fantastic. Is it really? Oh my god, hell yeah! Huh. I'll, get, I'll get that movie. I have that movie. I'll get it to you. Um, so yeah, there were multiple reports saying he was actually in final, like finalizing talks to play Batman, and he he came out and published a statement. He was like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I read. That he was like, nah, that's not, it's not it. Yeah. You know. Uh, not doing that. Technically, he was going to back in the day, back in the early, uh, oh, I want to say early 2000s. They were working on a Justice League Mortal. It was, uh, oh, yeah, I read that. Yeah, it got scrapped. Then. Um, it's a shame. Well, yeah, <laughs> there was a few things, that got, a few reasons why it got scrapped. One was the, the writer strike in Hollywood. There's, if there's nobody to write a script, you can't really, you know, make a movie. Except true, if you're true. James Bond, because, um, you're a Bond fan. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, there's exceptions. You know? Quantum of Solace. Oh, I love that movie personally. I don't. I mean, I, don't. Yeah, I mean, generally, most people hate the sequel to anything. That's how it goes. Really? Not Ter- me. Terminator but. 2 is pretty solid. All right. <laughs> yeah. Again, exceptions, you know, yeah. <laughs> the, the Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, I pretty mean, solid. all right. Uh, I'd say everything, super, just generally. Superman 2, the, the Richard Donner cut. What? Awesome. Oh, there's there's a couple versions of Superman too. You yeah. Didn't know that? No, I did oh, not fuck. know that actually. Well, anyway, so they scrapped it also because the Superman Returns movie, mm-hmm. which was dog shit. <laughs> uh, they um, it didn't it didn't it didn't do well at the box office. So like maybe we'll just focus on other stuff. Give Christian Bale his series and stuff like I that. I mean, that worked out. Um, in my opinion, that worked out great. Right. Right, and so. I think I think they were going to start it back up, and then they they were it was in the middle of Christian Bale's run as Batman. They weren't near. They weren't even going to contact him to play Bruce Wayne. They contacted Army Hammer and they cast him. Ah, oh. huh. Yeah, and uh, Adam Brody was going to play the Flash, and Common, the rapper. Yeah, yeah. He was cast as John Stewart to play the Green Lantern. Which, I mean, I would like that. Yeah, I'm, why I'm not? Yeah, I mean, John Stewart's the best Green Lantern. Let's be real about it here. Yeah, you know, Hal like, Jordan, he's old Boy Scout. They yeah, got Kyle Rayner, who's a punk bitch. Yeah, and then uh, uh, John Stewart's the man. There. Well, okay, Kyle Rayner became Ion, so I can't, I can't argue with that because Ion was a good character. I think I'm not too. I sure. guess incredibly overpowered, you know. Well, <laughs> one can make the argument that at the point Superman blew out a star. <laughs> yeah, I don't know though. I like that Clark. I could sign off on that. <laughs> that motherfucker was overpowered, like, but. Um, so yeah, Army Hammer has come out saying no, he hasn't been contacted to play Batman again. Uh, but I think I I could see it. I would. Well, that's what I mean. At this point, with some of the other potential options we've heard of recently, yeah. that's you know what I mean. Like he's he's the one to go with out of any of the other recent rumored people. Like right. I mean, I'm just not like the Robert Pattinson thing. We're not we're you know not sold on that. Not sold on the uh, what's the Jonas brother? Oh, Nick Jonas. Not sold on that either. Baby bitch Jonas. Yeah, I mean Uh, the the Army Hammer thing. Like that's a shame because yeah, he's looking like was going to be the best candidate then. Army Hammer is a solid actor. You know, he really is. Uh, I I yeah, I could totally see that. I I could totally see him as uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, he could definitely play both roles. I mean, but at this point, like, now that he turned it down or whatever, it's like, you know, you're just left with, like, man, who now? Well, <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't think he's turned it down. I think he shot He shot down those rumors. Well, if they right, do yeah, contact yeah. him, I hope he does it. Yeah. Because I'm, like, immediately on board. Um, and then, so, one last one last uh, thing. So, uh, so I want to know if anybody listens, if anybody watches the show Gotham on Fox... Because I watched the first two seasons and then gave up. Because I'm a Batman purist. Plain and simple. And the things that they do on that show, I don't fucking like. I tried it, <laughs> yeah, and god damn it, I don't fucking like it. 
Um, the I think this this past episode, it's coming up on the series finale. This past episode is where the Joker, the the guy who becomes the Joker, gets dumped into the chemicals. So before the before the episode, I mean, I, and I think they're gonna jump in time ten years because this is this takes place with young Bruce Wayne and things like that. Oh uh, yeah. So they gotta right. do they're gonna jump ahead ten years. So someone leaked footage to the press of what the Joker looks like ten years from that moment, and I showed you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so imagine. And this is not funny. I don't mean this to be funny. Imagine you're going through radiation treatment because you have cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay, you've lost your hair and things like that. It looks it's already like, happening. But it looks. <laughs> it's already happened with me. I, it looks as though that's kind of what they're going after. I mean, yeah, he got dumped in a vat of chemicals, but it looks like his face is pale white. He's got the red lips, but he also got like nasty burn scars on his face. Like a quasi Fred Krueger Joker, oh, and they gave him like shit. a couple strands of green hair. Like that's that what, what the fuck? Fuck yourself. <laughs> no. Like he's just fucking destroyed. You I, know? Want my Joker, yeah. I want my Joker to have lush green, thick fucking green hair and a big ass smile. Don't give me that fucking like, no hair. Having homeless ass. man slash drug addict look. You know. Like, well, the drug addict look worked worked for Heath Ledger. Yeah, that that did. It was you know, which is fine. No, but uh, I, I just, I don't. So, like, I wish somebody would leak the what Batman's gonna look like, because I know the couple, the last couple of episodes, if they jump in time, that they're gonna be focused on Batman instead of Bruce. Which, okay, so let me see, let me see what Batman looks like. Yeah, finally, because what everyone's been waiting for the entire time they've been watching that show. Right. Show, you know. Um. Let us not have the look at Batman that we had for that show, Titans. On the DC streaming network. Yeah, I didn't watch that. So imagine a dirt bike racing outfit, right? Nah. Spray painted black. Nah. With a Batman cowl you bought off of a third party seller on Amazon. That was from some like Chinese company, yep. you know, yep. took forever to get to you. you ears, know? Are, ears are bent, one eye hole is oh bigger my than the God. other, smells uh, like piss. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that, that was fucking dog shit. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, there's your news, and uh, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And we're back. So, as it is, we're going to start the show proper. And what's going to happen is, uh, at any given show, any given time, one of us, or both of us, will break down and run down and give you things that we like about our favorite comic storylines, graphic novels, anything that has to do with Batman and the and the, and the related. And once we get through all Batman stuff, we'll move on. We'll move. We'll move on to Marvel. We're not, you know, our, our love for comics is an equal opportunity employer. So, um, so with that, Brandon has prepared a. A statement. This a statement. <laughs> this right here is where the man. It's quite me. quite the lengthy <laughs> statement, I guess. Um, yeah. So Brandon's gonna take it away with a recap of Batman: The Long Halloween, which was do you, remember, do you know what year it came out? Oh yes, yeah. Originally in ninety six, ninety seven. Ninety six, ninety seven. Published. Yeah. Now the what from what I know of the Long Halloween, it was a quasi sequel to Batman Year One. Yes. Which is one of my favorite favorite stories, uh, written and. I think quasi illustrated by Frank Miller, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, oh god, who's the who's the guy who, drew, who did most of the artwork? Uh, Shit. Uh, um, yeah, I who like is we, it again? I like, mm, is the it? art's Tim Sale. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Written so, by Jeff Loeb. Yeah. So, um, oh Jeff Loeb, King. Um, yeah, he writes all the best stuff. Hell right? yeah. So uh, storyline of Batman Year One was it was Bruce Wayne coming back because he went away. Par- okay. If I, okay, let's let's just preface this. If anybody's not a history of fucking Batman, I'm going to recap it for you only fucking once. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You should know by now. Bruce Wayne, parents get pew pew shot. They they're pew. dead. Alfred, the the bomb ass butler, <laughs> he raises Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne graduates and whatnot and goes out and uh, decides to fight crime to avenge his parents' death and to fuck up the criminals. Criminals, as they say, are cowardly and superstitious lot. So. He comes back from, you know, making his body the peak of physical performance, martial arts, rocket science, biochemistry, whatever. Fucking dude's a fucking muscular genius. Comes back, starts being a Batman, starts fucking 
punching fuckers in the mush. I mean, it doesn't start off so great for him, you know, in year one. It, no, it he struggles a little bit early on, you know. But uh, if you want a recap of Batman Year One, there is a DC animated film, Batman Year One. It was fucking pretty awesome. Ben McKenzie, who is the current Commissioner Gordon on Gotham, does the voice of Bruce Wayne. Mm. Brian Cranston is the voice of Commissioner Gordon. Oh, that is great. And it's fucking awesome. That is great. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. So if go out, find the long, find uh, Batman Year One or Pirate <laughs> Batman Year One. Yeah, I definitely re- uh, recommend reading the actual comic. And if you don't know who Frank Miller is, he is the best comic book writer that's ever been alive. Yeah. Maybe Sands. Mm, I don't know if Neil Adams did any writing, but his artwork is pretty fucking solid. Um, and um, so yeah. So the Long Halloween takes place after Batman Year One. Take it away, homie. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it was a, meant to be a follow-up of a three-part special that was put together called Haunted Night. Right. And this essentially takes place, like, after that. I mean, it's... So is that like, is that like Batman Hush, Batman Heart of Hush, things like that, along those lines? No, this it's like... Like a series. It's the Long Halloween. It's like after year one, but also, like, these, these, this three-part... Halloween series takes place after year one and then the long Halloween is like a continuation of the three part series like the haunted night okay all right say word collaboration there so um yeah it's uh let me just tell everybody this motherfucker wrote notes like handwritten fucking notes yeah I mean I wanted to make sure I had all my stuff straight for it you know at a 10. Like, Dedication at a fucking 10. I mean the goal here is to educate educate but also without spoiling anything relevant from the book, you know, so that way you'll read it yourself. Like, I suppose. That's that's the goal here. If you're not looking for spoilers, I mean, this, this show ain't for you, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to try not. to keep it, you know. I care fucking not. I'll spoil the shit. <laughs> well, I yeah. mean, no, but it's such, it's such a good book, and it's such a meaningful Batman story that, you know. I haven't read it in about 10 years. I did gaze over the Wikipedia page, which kind of, which kind of knocked some of that... Um, back into like I remembered a lot of it after yeah that. yeah but it's, it's a solid story I mean the good part is though anyone if you haven't read it uh, but you've seen the Dark Knight movies the Christopher Nolan ones right I mean the essentially the sec, second one the Dark Knight you know I mean that there's a lot of stuff that takes place in that movie that's also you know that they got from the long Halloween like the story like all the stuff that happens with Dent yeah. You know, how, how his transformation into Two-Face. Yeah. You know, all that stuff. Um, yeah, and from what I'm hearing, the Batman movie that we've been talking about is is going to take elements from uh, year one slash The Long Halloween, which, if that's true, bring it on. Oh, absolutely. But I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Have at it. No, but I mean, yeah, so anyway, the, the way it starts sort of is that... Uh, let's see here. Yeah... Okay, so there's a mysterious killer going mm-hmm. around Gotham, okay? Hell They're yeah. They're killing people on holidays. Fucking yeah. Okay. The Christmas killer. Yeah, right? So The Halloween hand job. <laughs> so essentially, the way that the ball gets rolling is that Bruce is at a, a ball or a, a wedding for the one of the Falcone family okay. yeah someone the falcone family so nothing but mob bosses and pussy yeah basically you know? at this time there's a crime war going on in gotham between yep. falcone and the Maronis. you know they're mm-hmm. they're going at it there uh, so the whole time bruce is trying to deal with the crime war while also trying to figure out who this mysterious holiday killer is right you know he's trying to track this guy down and see what's up there put a stop to that so Listen to the pages flipping, motherfuckers got handwriting. <laughs> Might I add that your handwriting looks like you have cerebral palsy. Oh, it is, it is awful. I scramble, you know, get these notes together here. That's what it is. Go to it. <clears throat> but, uh, so, the first, I guess, pivotal thing that happens then is that Bruce, he takes over the Gotham Bank, which... Essentially, which is holding all of Falcone's money. Okay, so Falcone ain't liking that. Smart move, but ain't liking that at all. But if I if I might interject for one second, it's a smart move. But I mean, if if a billionaire dude 
Like if everybody everybody knows who Batman. Like okay, so Batman's made his appearance, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who Batman is. Like so, if Bruce Wayne were to acquire a mob bank, mm-hmm. somebody somewhere is going to be like, you know, I wonder if fucking Bruce. Well, Wayne I wonder. Is Batman. <laughs> Try to put two and two together there. Right. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, so he's not having that. So Falcone, he there, he hires an assassin Hell to yeah. try to get rid of the bank president then, mm-hmm. you know. So that really, you know, the, Bruce foils that plan, you know. So next plan is let's try to uh, kill Dent. Let's try to set his house on fire, him and his wife in it, you know, get rid kill of him Harvey that Dent? way. Yeah. Apropos of what? Why are we killing? Why, why are We're killing trying? Harvey Dent because... Because he, uh, well, he's the district attorney. Yeah, because him and Bruce and Gordon all make a pact to come together, say, you know, basically, we're not having any more of this crime shit. You right. know, we're not dealing with the crime families, ruining the city, so we got to put a real stop to this. And that's exactly what they did in The in Dark Knight. the Dark Knight, exactly. When, Try to hit the money. Yeah. You know, they, they'll cripple them. They were going after money. They were going after yep. Lao in Japan. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's just... Yeah. Very yeah. similar situation there. Okay. But... Dent, you know, of course, Dent doesn't get killed in the fire there. Mm-hmm. So the plan goes south right there. And uh, the re- the thing with the uh, the killer is they always leave behind, like, a little, like, calling card, you know. Like the Joker leaves, a, like, a Joker card. Yeah, 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 essentially. But... Or like Jigsaw from Saw. Yeah. Takes a fucking Jigsaw chunk out of someone's skin. Exactly. Right, right, right. Not, not to that degree here, but, you know, like... But, um, yeah, so, let's see here. After a little while of going back and forth, you know, Falcone decides, you know what, screw this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step it up a little bit. Instead of just hiring, you know, sending my usual goons after these people, all right? right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get with Riddler, get with Poison Ivy, you know, trying to get together the... Yeah, uh, the, yeah the... <laughs> The super cronies there. Yeah, not smart. Yeah, not at all. Okay, they're, so Bruce has to go through all this crap, deal with them. I mean, he's trying to trying to shut them down here. It ain't working out, really. But uh, let's see here. Uh, do my notes here. You know, if I was if I was Falcone, mm-hmm. the thought process about putting about hiring Ed Enigma and Selena Kyle and, and Pam Isley. Just, it wouldn't, because... You probably could have picked better. I well, mean... you probably could have picked, picked better because when it all boils down to it, um, freaking Enigma's all about Enigma. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to... he Enigma's all about Enigma and proving that he's smarter than everybody else. So no matter what, he's going to turn on you. Catwoman toes that line between good and bad so he's gonna turn on you too mm-hmm. and Pam Isley is just fucking nuts so there's that yeah I mean so Pam Isley is Poison Ivy everybody yeah don't know who that is super nerds but um so the first couple you know Halloween someone gets killed then on Thanksgiving uh let's see the Irish gang that was hired they have I don't it's relevant that they're Irish, but like oh. the gang that was hired by Falcone to kill Dent and his and his wife. Yeah. Okay. They are killed on Thanksgiving. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a let's see here. So anyway, so the clue, the same clue. All right, is left behind after every holiday killing. Sure. And that is a gun with a. What is it exactly again here? A, uh, what's that thing for the baby bottle you put on? Like the... A nipple? Yeah. That, as yeah. a makeshift silencer. So... Uh, okay. In theory, I mean, that, that's that's how that happens, okay? Right. But it's only after the Christmas killing happens that they try to... They just give a general name to the suspected villain. Mm-hmm. So they call him Holiday, okay? No, if you think of Holiday, it's not calendar man it is not actually it is not but that, he's in there. that would lead he is in here yeah. okay that would leave you to lead you to believe that you know right from the bat okay yeah. but a new year's eve joker shows up okay son of a bitch of course always <laughs> and uh 
tries to use the laughing gas to kill everyone in Gotham Square. Right. Because the Joker thinks that Holiday is going to be there. And he can't stand the fact that someone else is, I guess, doing a better job killing people than him. Right. Like, and he's just not having that. Yeah. So, uh, not enough room in Gotham for, you know, two crazies, basically. Yep. Too many. Too many hens in a hen house. But then it's discovered that Dent's assistant finds evidence linking Falcone to Wayne because of of the whole bank thing. It makes it look like, you know, they're in, they're in together, you know. Falcone's a dirty motherfucker. Oh, absolutely. The worst. Yeah. But, uh, so they have a party on a yacht. Okay. And then Falcone's son, Alberto, Uh is killed by Holiday on the yacht. Oh, fuck. And then over the next few months, Holiday decides he's going to switch it up. This Holiday killer, okay? Changing the target from going after Falcone's, you know, people. Then he's targeting Maroney then, okay? Yeah. And, you know, the big war breaks out between them and stuff. Uh, You know, that's when Falcone has to try to, you know, upgrade his, you know, bodyguards there with Poison Ivy and Riddler, okay? (laughs) Poison Ivy is a bodyguard. It's, it's pivotal because the Riddler is actually the first target that is spared by Holiday. Right. Because it's on April Fool's Day. It's very fitting. You know? Oh, funny. Like, right? <laughs> that sucks. That's legit funny. But. Okay, yeah, that's okay. right. That's right. I had to refigure here. All right. So. The pistols that Holiday leaves behind after each killing are traced to a Chinatown neighborhood. Uh-huh. Okay. And they find the gunmaker dead, Holiday's victim, on Mother's Day. Okay. Okay. On the following day, Dent follows up for the investigation and has Bruce arrested. Right on. Okay. So, claiming that Bruce's father, Thomas, saved Falcone's life after he was shot. All yes. Right? And that Bruce is loyal to the Falcone. He's trying to make him look dirty. Yep. You know, but Alfred testifies, that, you know, that that's basically a bunch of nonsense. Alfred you for know, the win, man. <laughs> embarrassing the prosecutors, you know, and declaring Bruce innocent. But Maroney offers to testify against Falcone then. Right. And during the trial, throws a vat of acid given to him by the assistant yep. at Dent. That melts his face. Yeah. Okay, so that's how that all goes down. Now, pause. So, not only did that that scar dent for life. Literally and figuratively. Literally yes. and figuratively. It, all, it fucked up his psyche. Which, yes. I mean, I mean, they took some liberties with that, too, for story's sake. Because I don't know if the normal person, say you or I, were scarred with acid like that. I don't know if it would fuck with my psyche as much as Harvey Dent. Because from what I understand about Harvey Dent is, yes, he was married, but he was all he was also um, very, like a very handsome, good-looking dude. So uh, and had everything fu- going for him. Exactly, you know? and like he 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 played he he played that uh, after after he snapped, he plays he plays the judge, jury, and executioner with the with the coin, mm-hmm. with the with the flip of a coin. I I don't know. I for artistic purposes, I think they took a lot of liberty with with someone's. Um, coping mechanism after they become I think they get attacked like that I, like I certainly I certainly wouldn't wear half tuxedos and fucking yeah and flip a half dollar around and shoot people yeah I mean but uh you know <laughs> it, it, it's a it's a heck of a story arc for Dent because I think this was this is a relaunch for Two-Face's character like a re-origin yeah yeah, yeah. I mean I like that it illustrates the fact that Dent's whole like Thing changes from you know what I mean. He's all about the right and wrong. He's all about the law. Yeah, it's all you know. There's it's black and white, you know, good and bad, yeah. one or the other. It's a very interesting know? construct that he that he now struggles with either or. Yeah, like it's either we do it the right way, which is Harvey, and uh, uh, or we do it the wrong way, which is which is to kill people. Mm-hmm. And I think more often than not, he's actually killed people. Oh yes, yeah. Although I will say that in the Dark Knight, I do not like Two Face at all. Really? Don't. I don't. I, I thought they did it quite well. You know. They did the, the effects role really well, but I don't think Aaron Eckhart was the was the right actor for that. 
Really? You don't? I no. mean, because that I thought I was sold there. I mean, no. I I thought it was a good job personally. No, like because sometimes I mean, we're going off track here a little bit, folks. Sometimes I'll, I'll judge actors on their performances before they took a certain role and okay. after they took a certain role. All right, so Aaron Eckhart, I don't really know what much of what he did before he was cast as Harvey Dent. But I do know that afterwards he took he took a role in a very crappy movie called I Frankenstein, which was the worst. Yeah, he plays Frankenstein monster who is now a monster hunter, kind of along, okay. along the lines of Van Helsing. All right. So I I don't know. I, you I, ever seen Thank I, You for Smoking though? That's a great movie. I Thank think. You for Smoking is a fantastic yeah, I film. Mean, Exceptions can be made. Um, uh, I, I, but I don't really think he was the right actor for that role. Um, no, there okay. was Tommy Lee Jones, by the way, in Batman uh, Forever. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I I, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't really like it. I I would I would I would have picked someone with a little bit more uh, uh maybe a little bit more more weight on their shoulders, because okay. you could you could it you can't tell that Dent is struggling with these decisions, which I think it's supposed he's supposed to do. He's supposed to struggle with the decision, like he flips the coin. If it lands on the scarred side, that's now that's not his personal belief. Whoever he flipped that coin for, they're gonna die. You need to see a little bit of internal struggle, and Aaron Eckhart was giving none. Yeah, all right, I guess so. Except when he, except maybe when he kidnapped Gordon's son, but I, that, this is nitpicking on my part. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's 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 good. I mean, but uh, so, well, where was I? Shit. Uh, t- uh, Two Face. He get Two Face gets born. Yep, yep. Gets, born. gets the acid in the face in the courtroom. Okay. Yeah. So that's when Dent's. You know, he's sent to the hospital then, but he escapes just like in the movie. You right. Know, it's not like in the Dark Knight though, where you know, like the Joker sort of breaks him out though. Right. He just you know sort of stabs the doctor and gets out of there. You know. Right. But uh, ends up fleeing to the sewers though, where he encounters Solomon Grundy. Which is actually a really cool part of the book. Fucking Solomon Grundy. Solomon Grundy, yeah. Living in the sewer, you know. God damn it. But, uh, I have issues with Solomon Grundy. Yeah. We know, we'll, we, we're going to have to do an entire we'll episode. We'll delve on that another time. Things I have, things about the Batman universe that I fe- fucking have issue with, knowing very well that none of these characters are real. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, you go. Okay, so he encounters Solomon Grundy. Yeah, but uh, he Monday. ends up just chatting with him, you know, down in the sewer. For yes, because Solomon Grundy has a very vast vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. I don't know <laughs> how they made that work in there, but uh, yeah. So Gordon, at this time, Gordon is convinced that Dent has to be Holiday. Right. Because he has plenty of motive. After having his house blown up. Right. You know, that's the way he's looking at it. Like, Dent's going after the crime families, killing, like, their family members, like Falcone's kid and stuff. Right. You know, to get revenge for trying to kill him, you know. So, uh, Bruce, though, he refuses to believe that Dent's, you know, up to no good and that. He wants to, like, talk it out for himself, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, he ends up questioning, going to... Arkham, I believe, yeah, I believe Calendar Man's in Arkham at the time and going to question him to find out where Dent is. Where the hell else could fucking Julian, Julian Day be? Yeah, he's always in jail. Always. <laughs> like, it's, a very, it's a very niche kink he's got. Yeah. So he suggests that since it's Labor Day at the time that Holiday is going to try to kill Maroney right. for whatever reason on Labor Day. So this is where Batman and Gordon come up with the plan to move Maroney and, you know, transfer him to a safe place, thinking that, you know, Holiday's going to try, during the transfer, going to try to break him out. Right. You know, just like in The Dark Knight, like they do with Dent. Yes. You know, the whole moving him thing where, you know, Joker comes after him. By the way, side note, love that part of the movie where they're in the, the underpass and everything like that, or the where they drive down into the, what the hell oh, is it? Oh, where they drive down to the, to the lower, lower highway. Lower street, yeah, and they're down there, and he's shooting, you know, the truck and everything. Yeah. That's that's a great it's part a, of that movie. That's a very tight sequence when um, they set Joker up to capture him. Yeah. Which, in turn, was the Joker's plan all along. Exactly. But it's a very tight sequence. And I remember seeing The Dark Knight in the theater, and when that the uh, the SWAT officer takes his mask off, and it was Gordon. Yeah. I legit lost my shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, my that's God! I like Gordon the whole time. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so that's actually, you know, Holiday does manage to show up and shoot Maroney, 
and but Batman's able to like sort of stop him. Like he doesn't kill him, yeah. just you know, wounded. Flesh wound. Yeah. And then on you know, Batman unmasks the holiday and it's Alberto who staged his death originally. Now Alberto was? Was Falcone's son. Falcone's son. Yeah. So then ne- like this goes through the whole calendar year okay yeah. so now we're at the point then where dent resurfaces as two-faced then, Fuck yeah and releases the prisoners of arkham again with his rationality based on a coin flip mm. okay and seeks out and kills falcone his daughter sophia and dent's assistant verdon mm-hmm. despite you know batman's attempts to convince him otherwise right. you know so now, you know, Two-Face says his plans, everything's going according to his plan, all right? So he turns his attention to Gordon, but tells them that there were two holiday killers, Yes, actually. There's right. actually two of them. So Gordon's like, what are you talking about? Because Falcone's son already confessed to all the killings uh-huh. and was sentenced to his death. Right. And... He's able to reduce his sentence by declaring insanity. Yeah. Okay. So, Christmas Eve then comes around. Yeah. This is the following year. And uh, Dent's wife, okay, they decide, you know, she's, she's had enough. She's moving out of Gotham and stuff. Uh, yeah. Takes a box to the furnace, okay, in their basement right. containing a pistol and disguise and burns oh, the items. Oh, shit. Okay. So, Dent's wife. Dent's wife. So. So the payoff is that the, the second holiday killer was Miss, the, the Mrs. Dent. Yes. The Mrs. Asse- essentially, like, not the whole time, no. but pretty much, like, the whole time. Right. You know. All right. Wow, that was a pretty thorough recap, dude. Yeah, I mean... It's hard to not spoil things. Yeah. You know, with the book, but... Right. All right. Well, with that, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Bill from Greetings from Gotham. Listen, I want to tell you about something I find outstandingly, exquisitely cool. And Brandon and I can't wait to tell you about it. So there's this app, right? It's called PodCoin. It's the only app that pays you to listen to podcasts. Okay. You can find our podcast, Greetings from Gotham, on this app. And what happens is, every couple of minutes you listen, you get a pod coin. And when you get a bunch of pod coins, you can redeem those pod coins for cool shit like Amazon gift cards, Starbucks gift cards, or you can donate a portion of your pod coins to charity. Go ahead and download PodCoin from your Apple App Store or your Google Play Store and make sure to put in our offer code Gotham to get a special PodCoin bonus. Thanks a lot, guys. Okay, so there, there, there's something to be said about this particular story because I think it's a, it's it's one of the more because I've read a lot of a lot of Batman stories. I've I've read a lot of Batman graphic novels, uh, trade paperbacks, things like that. It's one of the more it's on the back end of one of the more solid stories that's been out there. Um, I don't know what year Two-Face was introduced as a character in DC Comics, but the, it, if you if you didn't know anything about Two-Face up to that point, it's a very good relaunch into that. Yeah, yeah, I definitely not only recommend it. it. Not only is it, okay, so this, who, this is who this is, this is how he became who he is now. And the duality between right and wrong is very prevalent in that story. And the fact that all Batman almost takes a back seat to this story. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's almost like a almost like a side character in it essentially or or at least like splits the story with Den. Yeah, and I know? I like that. I really do because uh say okay, so there there's one that there's a graphic novel came out. It was a there's a series, limited series called the Batman uh, Odyssey. And um so I won't go into details, but it's told through. It's to, um, Bruce is telling is talking to somebody across from a, across the table, 
and is recounting this entire story. And it's not so much Batman-centric. There's a lot of Batman in the story, but there's also Kirk Langstrom, Man-Bat. There's Superman, Robin, Catwoman. There's all these characters, and they play an intricate part. You know who? You know what fucking does that too? Hush does that well with juggling Poison Ivy and oh, yeah. Catwoman and Hush and the Joker. Even though the joke, the Joker's the throwaway character in that book. Yeah, they do. A, uh, they do. A, and Alfred and Alfred, they do. A, uh, it's a very and and Killer Croc. Yeah, <laughs> which I hate Killer Croc so much. <laughs> they do a very good job of juggling all those characters and. The Long Halloween specifically, they do a good job of having the Batman take a backseat and putting Bruce more in the forefront. Mm-hmm. Having him deal with the criminals from what he can do when he's not able to be Batman. Yeah, like, like such as like taking out, trying to take over the bank, like thing buying a mob stuff. bank. Yep, which is a is a pretty solid move for a for a the businessman, which is what oh, Bruce Wayne yeah. is. Um, trying to get rid of that mob money, you right? Know? And the the calendar, the the holiday killer, it was nice. It, it was a nice one-off. I don't know if the holiday killer ever made a resurface somewhere because you know how they reuse yeah. the, things in storylines. But uh, because if if you if you're not, if you don't know anything, you you're just going to assume that it's Calendar Man being a douchebag. Oh yeah, your first yes, but shit. yeah, your first read through that book, yeah, that's 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 who it would seem to be like the obvious choice, you right. know, for and the like, villain. Like knowing what I know about Julian Day slash Calendar Man, he's a scumbag. He, he's like, like, like the Joker is a scumbag in the way that, like, so there's a line in the Dark Knight right in the beginning scene where the Joker is robbing that bank, mm-hmm. and that guy starts shooting at Joker's gang. He's like, you know, criminals used to believe in something, honor and respect. The Joker will fucking kill you without blinking twice. Yeah, but he respects. He respects the crime element of what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, say, not so much with Harvey Dent. Um, uh, I don't know about the super criminals. Riddler is... Riddler... <laughs> Riddler... You know what? I'm not going to spoil it, but the back half near the end of Hush, where Riddler shows up, mm-hmm. that, and that whole, that whole monologue he goes into about why he does what he does yeah. was actually legit... Excellent. Yeah, it was. Um, but like, the Joker has respect for other criminals, even though it do- it doesn't seem like it, and um, he has respect for Batman, which is weird. Have you ever read? It was a book written by Kevin Smith, and the art was done by his friend Walter Flanagan. It's called Batman Cacophony. No. Okay, it's a whole series. So Batman Cacophony, and then Batman the Whiting Gyre. Which has one of my favorite villains in it, Onomatopoeia. Oh yeah. Do you know who Onomatopoeia no. is? So Onomatopoeia is a character, and he's he's a villain. He doesn't speak, but he makes sound effects. So Onomatopoeia is the representation of a sound. Okay. In the English dictionary, it's a all right. So like so in the old Batman '66 series when they went Biff and Pam, so that's like the rep- when you see Biff and Bam, that's Onomatopoeia. It's the sound. That that uh, a noise <laughs> makes for real. So when Onomatopoeia is shooting guns, the guns will go off, making the sound. But he'll also go blam 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 blam. Yeah, one of my favorite fucking characters. So there's a scene at the end of that book where Bat, where the Joker is in the hospital, and the Batman comes in and injects him with an antipsychotic drug and turns him sane for a minute, so he can have a legit conversation with him. It's so fucking good. Holy shit. And I'm like, you know what? Kevin Smith didn't really corner his market, his career on making films. He got, God damn it. I, I would read every comic book that he wrote. Now, he's written stuff before Daredevil. He did a Green Arrow run. He did, a, he did more. I think he did a Justice League run. Uh, but Batman, I suggest you look it up. Batman Cacophony. Oh, oh definitely will do. Amazing. Artwork's not great, but they bring Maxi Zeus into it, and I fucking love Maxi Zeus. That that character is a nobody. <laughs> uh, but back to what we were talking about, the the this this entire it, it's one of the better stories about Batman. Okay. And about about life in Gotham in general, like you know, there's not just Batman versus the Joker. There's Bruce Wayne not only has to deal with the super criminals, but he has to deal with corrupt businessmen and crime bosses and things during the day. And I, that's, that's a nice contrast to see what he has to go through 
with not only the police commissioner, but the district attorney and Falcone and fucking Maroney. And then when he goes out on patrol at night, you think he's got to deal with the jugger. He's got to deal with muggings and shit like that. Guy never gets a break. No. You know, like, yeah. I mean, I think I, I read, there's a, there's a thing on Instagram. There's a page on Instagram called Batman facts. I think it is. And they just, they just put it shit out. Like the in in this issue, Batman does this, or Batman can do this. I think Batman can go eighty hours without sleep. Oh my god! Yeah, I've tried <laughs> that shit. It's not fun. Doesn't work out so well for for us there. Yeah, trying when, we that. Had, when we had our first, when my wife and I had our first kid, I was trying to give my wife the, the space and the the in the and the, the the space she needed to heal. So I was just up with the with the, with the with the baby. I think I was up for four days. Oh my god! That was it, that was a drive insane. <laughs> it was close. It was close. Yeah, but I mean that's essentially that's in the long Halloween. That that's how it is. Bruce is trying to during the day trying to fight the crime bosses and deal with all that nonsense, and then fight criminals like actual criminals. Then right. at night, <laughs> and then the lot pay- on the plate there. The payoff of Dent's wife being the second holiday killer. You know, you don't see it coming, but it makes sense. Yeah, it, it is really good because the way they, you know, write the story the entire time, like, there really is no no giveaway for it, really. Right. You know, it's it's really hard to figure out. That's why your first read through, I mean, it's going to be when you stumble upon that finally at the end, you're going to be like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, you don't see it coming, but it makes sense because she's... You know, what does one do when your husband goes completely insane? Yeah, you know, when you, you know, you've lost, essentially lost someone like yeah. that. And, you know, that's, you know, it's not the coping mechanism I would choose. I would choose alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean. uh, you know, you know, you feel for her because, you know, she, she, how do you, how do you cope with that? And then, you know, apparently she snaps back into it with burning all, burning all the, all the, the, Burning her killer kit. Yeah. Well, I mean, essentially, it was, you know, for her, it was, like, mission accomplished then, you know. Yeah. She, she did what she set out to do. But, I mean, it's great because, you know, like, you'll read this story and remember, you know, watching The Dark Knight and be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Or, or the events are so similar. But the fact that, like, dense, like, they have, what's her name? Uh, thing. Thing. Yeah, that's her name. <laughs> um, uh... Rachel in The Dark Knight. Rachel Dawes? Yes. Essentially, like, be Dent's girlfriend and that, you know, but they never, in anything else, they've never had, like, oh, this is Dent's wife. Like, you know, so it's like, you read the book and it's, you know, you're introduced to, like, a new character you may not have really known about, and she's so pivotal in the story. Right. That, you know. Hell yeah. It shows her importance. And, I mean, come to find out that she's essentially the actual villain of the book then. Right. You know. It's great. It's um, a great, you know, mystery story. It's a, oh yo hell, it's a very good thriller. And I like the whole idea. I thought it's it's its own thing. It's so unique. You know, man, every holiday there's going to be either a crime or someone's going to get killed, but we don't know who this killer yeah. is. You know, I like it. It's like a little little meaningful thing there. You know, just just on holidays, that's when you you know it's predictable. Hey, this person's going to strike. Right. Th- you know, at this time, but like they do on the April Fool's Day thing, it's like, oh, haha. No, we're going to switch it up a little bit. Exactly. You know? Yeah, it's it's the, the, it's a very good thriller. It would make a very good a very good uh, HBO miniseries. I was going to say, yeah, I'd like to say it would make a good movie, but they kind of already did it a little bit. Yeah. You know? I mean, if they were to strictly just do Batman: The Long Halloween, or or like even a even even a series called uh, Gotham, or uh, like okay, so if they were to do <laughs> besides like, you know besides, Gotham, well, no, 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 <laughs> well, hear me out. So if they were to do like a like a uh, an anthology series, mm-hmm. like um, Gotham: Legends of the Dark Knight, yeah, okay, and it was an anthology series. Not every episode has Batman in it. This could be a cup. This could be a very solid couple episode arc. Like, oh yeah, because if you break the book down into like yeah, like essentially like chapters, you would do like episodes. Yeah, some chapters. It's just telling the story of the hey, this is what happens yeah. here, like the dent stuff, and you know Bruce isn't really involved in some of it. You know, right? So yeah, so like like the end of the first episode, you could have you could have Batman in the cave trying to figure out who this motherfucker is, and then Alfred gives him Alfred gives him some kind of idea like. Do you think it could be Calendar Man? And okay, so they haven't kept they haven't kept tabs on Calendar Man, so they got to figure out where he is. 
So the next scene is the Batmobile fucking sliding and sliding into Arkham real fast. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Batman drops in, and then and then he's you like, see, "Yo, man, we gotta talk." <laughs> you see Calendar Man, who who, who could probably be, be be played by Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You could see that. Yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> Batman standing there, and fucking D'Onofrio is just like, "I hear you have questions to be continued." Yeah. All and, right. Yeah. And the entire next episode is a Calary Starling Hannibal Lecter type deal. Okay. Where, where Calendar Man is trying to help is trying to inadvertently help Batman by, you know, confessing or like giving tips or things like that. Mm-hmm. That that would be it would be a very interesting Which is essentially actually what happens. Yeah. You know, he tips him off now that, you know, Falcone or not Falcone Maroney's, you know, gonna be the next target for holiday. Yeah. Then Batman bombs out of there. There's some there's some in the, if it were, if it were if it were to be an anthology uh, like a ser- a couple episode series it would benefit them not to have the Joker in it but to allude to him only like maybe yeah, right. maybe he roughs up Harley Quinn a minute mm-hmm. like Batman it interrogates Harley Quinn or even uh, <clears throat> oh who's closely associated with the Joker besides Harley Quinn nobody really mm-hmm. uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It, I, it's a it's a solid story. It could, it could be turned into a very solid dark anthology show. Oh Goth- yeah, yeah. We're gonna write that. We're gonna pitch it to FX. Gotham: Legends of the Dark Knight. Ah, oh, I'd watch the crap out of that. Thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So next week, I suppose it's my turn. Oh yeah. Next I mean, week is my I, turn. I, I, see, I love how I prefaced it with I'm gonna try to not spoil the book, but then proceed to spoil the entire hey, book. Listen, yeah. Like I said before, the show's free. Mm-hmm. If you don't want spoilers, don't fucking listen. Yeah, but I mean maybe that'll be more enticing, you know, people if they just know what happens already, then it's like, well, you know, now I wanna read through all the little details and yeah. actually read the story. Plus the Tim Sale, the artwork is that's my favorite art. It is the best. Like such good artwork. Um so next week is my turn. I got something in mind. Uh you probably already know what it is. Don't say it. No, I won't. Um, I won't. That's something I won't spoil, I guess. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, yeah, in the meantime, so, yeah, we'll be back next week. In the meantime, we want to say thank you to everybody who's listened so far. And uh, feel free to shout us out, GothamGreetings at Yahoo.com. Uh, you can get us get at us on Facebook at, uh, 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 not Facebook, uh, Instagram at uh, Greetings from Gotham. Um Keep sending them questions, and we need some more. Hell we need yeah. some more questions here. Hell yeah, and uh, yeah. So we look forward to being back next week with some more comic reviews and some more um, Batman-related news. Until then, I'm Bill. I'm Brandon, and uh, we'll see you next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Later's.